Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're here talking about topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can also be lonely and isolating, which is another reason we're here to help make moms like you know that you're not alone. Now it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor and healthcare providers directly about any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about everything pregnancy and life as a mom. So grab your cold coffee and tea that's been sitting out for three hours and let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to That Pregnancy Podcast. This week we are going to be talking about bonding with your baby. Is it easy or is it hard? Hello Katie. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Okay. So let's talk about this interesting topic. So bonding with your baby. Mm -hmm. Before I had the twins. I kind of thought that bonding was instantaneous. I don't know. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, I kind of feel like how I think you see in the movies, like somebody has a baby and then you hold them for the first time and they look at you and you look down at them and all of a sudden like the world disappears and you're like, oh, there's that connection, that bonding that instantly happens. Yeah. Um, I think that's what I imagined. Maybe I'm too influenced by my media and movies. Well, but fair enough, though. But yeah. that—that's you know we we see television and movies all the time, and you're right, and it's always like that. And I guess for me, uh, social media. We I had knew all these people having babies, and everyone was like, "I'm bursting with love," right? So then, when I had the twins and they were born. And they're like bringing the babies over and I'm like, Oh, I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Right. <laughs> but well, what I really wanted was sleep and to eat. Right. So it you're also like really was, high. You were really, I was really high. high. Yeah. But I was, but it was like, you know, I kind of felt like, shouldn't I be like goo goo gaga over these babies? Now keeping in mind, I'm not a baby person. And, um, so I wasn't like the girl that was like, oh my gosh, a baby. I was like, meh, that's a baby. Like, <laughs> I always said uh, I would prefer if I could just have a two or three-year-old and skip the baby phase. Although I, I actually, I did end up enjoying my kids being babies. So. I don't think you're the only one with that. Like, I think there are a lot of women and men who much prefer, you know, the nine month, even a one-year-old and on because they're more individualized and they have their own personalities and they can do things when they not, can communicate yeah not everybody right? loves like the newborn phase and and that was that was always me like before I had kids like totally not interested in the baby phase yeah um so then when I had kids um I was like okay so you know there's the baby and I was like okay I'm not like bursting with love yet um, and I would say with the twins, so probably the first couple of days while I was in the hospital, I think I was in shock. I was a little bit in awe that I gave birth to these babies, but I think I was a little bit shocked. 
And then we did lots of skin to skin in the hospital. I think it was all skin to skin if they weren't sleeping. And then once we got home, that was when I really started to bond with the boys. And I actually felt that I bonded quickly with them. And I was like madly in love with them. So then we decided we, our family wasn't complete and we ended up having another baby and a little girl, Caroline. With her, I thought that I would bond really quickly and I didn't. I'm not 100% sure why. I think part of it was that I already had the boys and they were at the two stage, which I really was enjoying. And I was very bonded to them. And then all of a sudden I had this baby and I'm not a baby person. So then I had to really work at uh, creating that bond with her. And I would honestly say it took until she was about a year to feel as bonded with her as I was with the boys. And that for me was a real struggle. Yeah. Wow. Up until she was about a year. Yeah. And because she started to get her own personality, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I knew this little person. But then when she was just a newborn, it was just, it was a struggle. I guess for me, I was, I started off being really mindful of her feedings. So when I would feed her, I would look at all her features and smell her and, and um, try to bond with her that way. And then when she was a little bit older, I would try to make her giggle and stuff. So try to get a little bit of playtime, which was hard because I had the boys running around. And then when she was when she was older uh, and the boys were a little bit older, I would bath her on my own. So the boys wouldn't be running around. I would take her and, and give her a bath on her own. And that was kind of one-on-one bonding time for us as well but uh, it really did take a long time and I totally didn't expect that because it wasn't that way with the boys so one-on-one time that you mentioned is is key I think and is really hard to do when you have other kids around exactly Mm -hmm. yeah so for you now Freya was a preemie both are preemies well yeah both are preemies Freya was a preemie and uh, Finn was a trauma birth, but also yeah. a preemie. Yeah. yeah. So did, how did you find the bonding? Um, so I think my bonding with both of them was delayed in the sense that because with Freya, because she was a preemie, um, when I had her, I maybe only saw her for about a minute. Um, like I got, they took her out. They did not put her on my chest right away. They took her and examined her and had to clear her first. And then and then I got to hold her for about a minute, just long enough for my mom to snap a picture. And then they said, okay, we have to take her away. And so I, I held her for about a minute and then she was gone. And I didn't see her for a few hours until I was able to go into the nursery um, and she was in the incubator or the isolate as they call it, but people call it as an incubator. So she was in the isolate and um, I didn't get to hold her right away. I was able to touch her finger, like put my hand in the holes and touch her and put my hand on her back. And that was kind of it. And then at first feeding, um, I was able to hold her. So it was a few hours. And in between then, uh, Peter was there with her 
Um, and he actually got to hold her for the first time and he fed her for the first time. Uh, he was the first one who got to feed her. He fed her with an eyedropper. And so he did like immediately once she was stabilized and they were watching her sugars because her sugars were really low. Um, mm -hmm. He did some skin to skin with her um, all, once he was able to before I got there. So he got to hold her first. He fed her first. So once things were okay and she just was tiny, so she had to stay. Um, I did a ton of like, I was doing skin to skin as much as I possibly could. Um, so she'd have her little hat on her little knitted hat on. She'd be on my chest naked and then we'd have blankets wrapped over top of us so that we could keep her warm because she was so tiny. And then after, and then I would try and feed her and then eventually I'd have to put her down because I'd have to go pump. Um, so in the hospital I did a ton of skin to skin and then like you said, when you had, well, I had one with my first, yeah. so it was easier for me. So once we got home, I just, it was her and I all the time. And so like we did skin to skin constantly. We, I held her, um, I held her a lot and I'm of the mindset of you can't spoil a baby. I know some people are worried about holding their babies too often. I held Freya as much as I could, um, mainly because she needed to be close to me because of her prematurity. So we were also on strict uh, doctor's orders that only myself or Peter or my mom could hold her for quite a while. Because she was, she was really tiny. She was tiny and we were, she really struggled to gain weight. So we were focusing on having her grow and we were recreating what life would have been like for her in the womb. So it was eat and sleep. That was it. Mm -hmm. And if it meant that she was sleeping on my chest, then she was sleeping on my chest while I was watching TV or something. Um, mm -hmm. Finn was another, Finn was definitely another uh, story. Um, so because he was a trauma, I didn't see him at all. Um, and I didn't get to hold him until past the 36 hour mark. Uh, it was like a day and a half later that I saw him. I was able to hold him for a couple of minutes the bonding with him was challenging um I think for him my bonding with him was like immediate like protectiveness um mm -hmm. of what is going to be like what is happening what could possibly happen and how can we fix this so immediately I was very very protect protective of him Freya I was also very protective of, um, but that was because she was so tiny. Her health was fine. It was just she was tiny. But Finn was very precarious in his health um, for the first, the beginning, and, and so I was immediately really protective. And once he was stabilized and the, he was um, off of the ventilator and the CPAP was removed, then I got to start holding him and then I would do skin to skin as much as I possibly could. But in the NICU, we were limited. And then once we got back to our home hospital, it was a little bit more leniency um, because he wasn't attached to as many monitors, but still he had to be resting inside because he had to recoup from the trauma. 
once we got home, I think the real bonding happened. Um, I wore Finn almost immediately. As soon as he was home, I had him in a wrap on my chest. If I wasn't holding him or I wasn't doing skin to skin, he was on my chest um, in a wrap and I would carry him mainly because I had to, I was running around after Freya. So I needed my hands free and I really loved wearing Freya. I started wearing Freya about six to eight weeks after she was born. So just past her due date, I got a wrap and I really loved it. And so I did that again with, with Finn and, and I wore well, him it's funny because, because you love the wrap and you wore all your kids and I had a wrap thinking I was going to wear them. And I think because I had the twins, I didn't end up wearing them. But then with Caroline, I'm like, oh, good, I'll wear her. And I just felt like it was so heavy because I'm so petite that I was always felt like I was toppling over with them. Mm-hmm. So I had the intention of doing what you did. And then it, that didn't end up happening. Yeah, I love my wrap and I wore it all the time. It was great. I could get it on quick and it was snug. Um, with Finn also, I slept with one of his blankets in my chest, like in my shirt and mm-hmm. across my bra. Um, so that it had my scent on it. And then I also, when I would leave for whatever reason, if I had to leave, do groceries or something, um, I would leave a, like a dirty shirt that I had worn that I had slept in so that, and like Peter would drape it on his shoulder and then put Finn on his chest, like wrap him in it, um, to try and calm him down just because he was so... I think we're maybe too bonded um, because like as soon as I would leave or, you know, go to eat or I'd have a shower, he'd be screaming inconsolably and it would only be me. And even like to this day when I get in, like he's a year and a half, over a year and a half and like I will get into bed and he will be asleep. He's been asleep for three and a half, four hours already, like out, not even making a noise. And I crawl into bed, not making a noise. I lay down, pull the cover up and kind of roll over getting ready. And literally like clockwork, he would, st- he, he will start crying. He will start He's crying. like, you cannot go to bed. Yeah. And it's like, how do you know? So I think maybe I overdid it and maybe we're too bonded. I don't know. I don't um, think you can ever be too bonded. No, I know. No. But, and the same thing I would have, a, like, I had my nightly ritual of when he was an infant and I would have to. I wanted a cup of tea, like at 10 o'clock, I would have a cup of tea, like to try to calm myself down. And as soon as the kettle clicked, he would wake up and I was like, oh, it just didn't happen. But I think like you too, I was in shock in the beginning um, for various reasons, just with their purity and everything. So I think I struggled too with that of like, you know, that processing and that instant that instant bond, I, I didn't have that opportunity either. And, um, but I made a point of, you know, working around that, the obstacles that we had. And I think skin to skin is a huge piece to it. Skin to skin is amazing. It really is. It's, and it's so crazy what you can do, like what skin can and skin can do even just for like a sick, a sick baby. It's insane. Well, and I had like my parents and stuff do skin to skin with the kids too. Mm-hmm. So they did skin to skin with all three of them. Just Peter, Peter did skin bond, to skin. Bonding. Yeah. Peter did skin to yeah, skin. Oh yeah. Keith, Keith did it too. My parent. I don't think I had my parents do it. 
I've got yeah. pictures of Keith in the hospital room. I think he just didn't wear a shirt in the hospital. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But it's I funny. Have... I'm like, I packed you that zip up cardigan so that you could wear that and mm-hmm. have a baby. Yeah. That's, well, that's one thing that you should wear. Like you should put in, that's totally one thing that you should put into a hospital bag is like a button up shirt, a large for your partner. shirt. No, for yeah. you. So then you're not oh. cold. Yeah. Can, See, I, I had zip jammies. I bought zip jammies so that I could zip it up and down. I I used to shove Freya in my maternity, like, just t-shirt. So, like, in my, I would just, like, push her down my, like, into, like, Fre- the front. Freya was so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I would put her wedger in between my boobs and in my cleavage, and she would, I would just pull the stretchy maternity shirt up over her. And then uh, with Finn, I purposely packed, like, a button-up, like, shirt so that I yeah. can wear a shirt, halfway shirt up. I had actually up. read it on someone's list, like, cause I was doing all this research and someone actually said, make sure you have a zip up pajamas. So my mom's going, where are we going to find zip up pajamas? And I was looking everywhere for zip up jammies Walmart. Uh, and I found them at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? They're like old lady jammies. I was going to say, sure. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I still have them I'm, I can't part with them it's like the one thing I can't part with are these ugly zip-up <laughs> jammies because it's what I wore in the hospital with the kids so yeah, yeah. no but, oh but I did want to I did something jog my memory when you said like that you once the boy you were more bonded because when Caroline was born with the boys because they were their own little people and they were wandering around and they were communicating and that's one thing that is I think mothers forget is like when they, when you have a baby and this goes for learning to breastfeed and routines and everything is you guys, you and your baby are trying to figure each other out. You have to learn who this baby is Mm -hmm. and they have to learn who you are. And that's part of bonding is, is getting used to each other and acclimating to this new strange world for both of you. And you work on that journey together by bonding with each other, but it takes time. It's, it's hard. And it's, well, it's like when you make a friend, like some, there's some friends that you automatically click with and other people that you like you're friends with, but then you become really good friends with over time. Mm. And I think that's how it kind of ended up being with me and the kids. Uh, And I think uh, it had less to do with her personality and more to do with the fact that I already had kids that I just struggled with bonding with her more. Yeah, I was busy. I didn't have the time. She did not get the one-on-one time that the boys got, even though they were together, we, I could do the same thing with the boys. Like I'd have them both on the mat together. Whereas like they were, they'd be running around they'd be like, mom, I need this or that. And then I'm like trying to play with hers. Like I just felt like I just didn't get that quality time, which kind of delayed everything for me. And so then I had to, when I kind of realized that this was happening, it was probably a couple months in, that's when I'm like, okay, I really need to enjoy her being a baby. She's the last baby. And I really need to like be mindful of all the moments that I get to spend with her because that's the way that I'm really going to be able to bond with her. And um, so once I started to do that, it started to evolve more, but um, it still took time just because I think I had these other two running around with personalities and 
uh, my time was divided and it's it's okay that it took a while i knew it would get there uh, and i knew i loved her but i just kind of felt like it was unbalanced with the boys like i i was so connected to them and i just wasn't as connected to her but then now like i'm connected to all three of them and it's amazing but yeah i felt like i really struggled with it and i just thought we should talk about this because if there's other women struggling with with bonding with their baby like i don't want them to feel that it's not normal because you know i think it is normal to a certain extent right like well absolutely and i think not feeling like you're not bonded or you're not that best friend yet with your baby doesn't mean that you don't love your baby there's no, oh, no. question without a doubt that you don't love your baby. It's just, you're just trying to figure each other out and build a relationship and you have to lay that foundation before you can build a relationship. Thank you for listening to this episode of that pregnancy podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at best life moms club until next time.